I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Advanced Analytics Podcast. We haven't done a podcast in a while. We've been gone for too long. We've been keeping it too real. I'm embarrassed I said that out loud. Um, my name's Guy Williams. I'm joined by my brother, Paul Williams. How's it going? And uh, resident, what are you? Um, expert. Expert, <laughs> JT, um, glad to have you guys here. Let's get on with the Ripper Bloody Show. Here's a controversial opinion to start the podcast. Netflix is falling off. I don't think Netflix has ever been good, though. It's just that people are dumb, and f- and it's just convenient, like, force-feeding them stuff. No, I thought it was pretty amazing to begin with. A, like, the titles they bought, they had, like, huge reserves. They had Mad Men. They've got friends, you know. But then they also um, seem to have some, like, great original uh, cri- uh, content. I enjoyed, like, OJ Made in America or American Crime Story and stuff like Good that. Good product as well. Mind, well, you've really gone 180 there. Mm. You said people were dumb before. Yeah. It was a great product, but I'm like, once you've watched their big hitters, you're like, man, I'm like, I never thought I'd say this, but I was like, maybe I unsubscribe to Netflix and move on to something else, you know? But that's like... Rick and Morty? But or is, that, that d- is that Comedy Central? But uh, you don't know. Don't know about Rick and Morty. Never saw it. I it's just know people Netflix. got angry. Is the future just whoever... Uh, Whoever the can buy the best content nah, wins. The future is exactly the past. So people were like, people thought that streaming was going to be this amazing thing. But all you're describing now is what cable and Sky and TV channels have were been before. doing for years. And all it is now is it's instead of being CN- ABC and whatever, CBS, it's just Disney and Netflix and whatever else. Like yep. it's just, but it's the exact same thing. And I do wish there was like a bundle where I could um, just acquire all the packages for one low price. God, piracy, baby. That was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not into piracy, and not nah. because of ethical reasons, because it's so hard. Like, the number of glitches and problems to find an illegal Premier League stream is not worth the effort now. They've won, unfortunately. The the, the legal rights holder, holders have won, which is a real shame for the pirates out there. But great. But then, also, though, shows you, if you price things well, like the league pass, people will, will pay for it. Yeah. Good product, cheap. Thank you, NBA. <laughs> oh, this is supposed to be an NBA. Thank you for seeing, seeing yeah. us, putting us onto the NBA. It's time for a bit of basketball chat. It's time for the Week in Review. Week in Review. I just wanted to um, acknowledge how weird this is. We're like, the NBA is like a constant content machine. But this week, there's been like, like we're really, we're watching Snapchats of NBA players in the bubble. Like, there's just so little happening. They need to open a trade window. I don't know what to do, but like, they need to get some buzz going somehow. Trade you know? window's a great idea. All we have at the moment, it seems to be, is just like a bunch of examples. The main news um, of, of NBA players um, cocking up like political movements and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, like the NBA's been amazing. We've got lots of good examples of your Jalen Browns, your Russell Westbrook, your DeMar DeRozan's getting out there and doing amazing stuff for the um, recent protests. But um, more recently, we've got James Harden wearing a... Um, uh, Blue Lives Matter mask, or so he didn't. Know, he didn't know. Apparently, Dwayne Wade supported Nick Cannon, who's like anti-Semitic, which was so weird. So hang on. So James Harden didn't know what was on it. So he just puts on. So he'll just put on any mask. No, 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 no. It was a mask. It was a common. It was a mask of a common flag that's used by like the anti-BLM protesters who are like he claimed Blue Lives Matter people because it covered his beard and looked cool. It did not look cool. It looked very cool. And did it say Blue Lives Matter or was it just the no, logo? No, no. It was oh, just yeah. the logo and the design. But like, how did he get that? What's going I feel on? Like, don't you have a guy to like be vetting your clothes if you're in that scenario? Like, well, I mean, I guess the times, we, the fraught times we live into where so many things have like subtle well, meanings. Also, like the fact the Rockets tweeted the photo and the NBA tweeted the photo. It's like, why does the NBA Twitter account just tweeting photos of James Harden <laughs> wearing a... Wearing Blue Lives Matter yeah. thing. Conspiracy. Is well, that maybe. I mean, I, I, okay, I, well mean, I don't know what their Twitter account usually tweets. but <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. That's how desperate they are, though. Okay, but so maybe that was an example of 
just the internet creating a stir about something he didn't know. That's an honest mistake, right? Dwayne Wade supporting Nick Cannon was weird. Like, who supports Nick Cannon regardless? Just forget about his yeah. Farrakhan, like, uh, uh, weird, you know, kind of conspiracy theory stuff. Just like Nick Cannon is not a cool so, comedian or celebrity. So bring me up to speed. No, I know I'm regarded for my. No, Nick Cannon knowledge. got cancelled, or just like not not so much cancelled as in the traditional sense of like old school cancelled. He got fired from a lot of his um, jobs. But bring me up to speed. What his jobs? Well, I don't know what Nick Cannon does. Oh, I, I think really wilder now. I don't really. Right, sorry, okay. man. You've, you've, what you've done here is you've scratched beneath the surface, right, right, yeah. but past my real knowledge. But is he, he's a still a famous lip because he, he he's a married? well-known comedian at a popular. He married uh, Mariah Carey, but he's just a well-known like popular comedian who hosts a bunch of stuff. And um, yeah, it's all been kind of taken JT, away from him. Nick Cannon's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so Paul's that <laughs> Chappelle show reference. Oh, sorry, yeah, show you didn't get. But um, I feel I'm exposed all over the place. But yeah. this is this was bound to happen because we have all the good news about the NBA getting political, and now we have the bad news of the ones who are maybe less aware. Dwayne Wade immediately apologised. Dwight Howard is an interesting case because Dwight Howard, right, was for many years a hated idiot, right? Mm. And people would laugh how he moved teams every year and had 400 children. Quite a rough joke, to be honest. <laughs> Thinking about it now, but that's like a, that's like the main joke. He became a hero with the Black Lives Matter. He was like a vocal um, spokesperson with the NBA Players Association. He was protesting, and then now he's like um, gone back for conspiratorial theory. Munter, who doesn't believe in social distancing, and he's just undone that work. Mm. It was a real up and down roller coaster ride from him. Um, someone, someone on Reddit, I don't know if it's a reliable source, said he follows three QAnon counts, and that's never oh, a good sign. Now we're talking. Oh, JT's hey, right in my warehouse. You're a big QAnoner? Yeah, I'm big into Q, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, what does QAnon stand for? Q. Well, Q is the 10th letter of the alphabet. Yeah. No, but okay, doesn't sound right. But no, Q stands, so Q is the um, like clearance grade for people in the Department of Energy, aka access to the the big bombs. Yeah. And allegedly, uh, suppo- well, the conspiracy is that there were 10 generals that were, uh, when Obama was in uh, president, they were like, we've got to overthrow this this progressive. He's destroying our, our economy and our country. Let's do a military coup. And then they were like, about to do it. And, one, and then one of them was like, hang on, I've got another idea. Yep, Trump, we need you. And Trump was like, okay, I'll be president just to stop so we don't have to have a military coup. What? And, and, but now, like, the conspiracy just wraps in every batshit thing you've ever heard. <laughs> like, pedophile rings, Pizzagate, it's all in there. Yeah, yeah. But, Patrick. like, so, Alcoholics Anonymous, mm. what's Q Anonymous? Because Q is anonymous. He's like, he, he, he Who's like. Who's Q? James Bond. No, <laughs> like Q is ten. These ten Q is ten high-ranking people in, inside the government that's trying to take the deep state down from the inside. Oh no, no, there are the deep state taking them down. No, no, they're taking the deep state. Oh, down. Oh, is the deep state good? The deep no, the deep state's bad. Oh, the deep state is Obama. The ten are the good guys. Yeah, they're the good guys. Oh, what? And so they're like they feed out these Q drops, which are like they let's say things like Q is coming. Batting down the mountain, <laughs> red flag at midnight, and people will be, and there were supposedly like thousands of arrests. Celebrities all over the world were going to get arrested. Wow. Um, it, it also ties into it. Well, all I knew it was is, is the conspiracy theory that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton run a pedophile ring out of ba- basement of a pizza restaurant, and a guy actually turned up the pizza restaurant with a gun. That's right. And the pizza restaurant didn't have a basement. It's what happens when it's what happens when you just get a whole lot of boomers on Facebook together. Joining together. That's what happened. I thought it was young people. Nah, it's boomers, but it's all boomers. But it's funny how we all point the finger, because I thought it was like young white men. Nah, 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 nah. The, the, the young white men are more like the Boogaloo boys and stuff. Like, uh, I don't yeah. even know what that is. Nah, that's not good at all. It sounds <laughs> like YouTube prank channel. <laughs> no, I wish it was. And I hate YouTube prank channels so much, and I wish it was that. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It's, it's quite interesting to see that the NBA is going to start... Um, eventually, assuming Dwight Howard manages social distance, apparently there's a, um, in the bubble there's a there's a line where you can dub in people to say um, they're breaking the rules to dob them in, and Dwight Howard's been dobbed in multiple times, and so now he has to wear a face mask. But um, yeah, it just it's are you guys following the bubble, enjoying the bubble, don't care about the bubble. I love the bubble. I really like the bubble. Um, Do you follow um, uh, Matisse? Yeah, Thibault? yeah, he's. He, He's making some good content. 
A uh, lot of Terence Ross, he's filming some Instagram lives. Because the first backlash was that the NBA players were spoiled because like guys like Rondo would go in there and Instagram or Snapchat or something how crap it was because they're used to mm. the Ritz-Carlton and the Disney hotels are a few steps below. It's probably more of a four-star hotel set up. Um, I thought it was crazy. Oh, I was kind of disappointed to see Damian Lillard had a presidential suite. And like people's theory was that each team would get like a couple of those. But like it annoyed me so much when I went to Madison Square Garden and saw that Carmelo had two lockers and everyone else had one. That's annoying. Because like it, to me, if you're the star player, and even if they do say, "Oh, you get a special thing," I think it's your job to say no. But I feel like I can tell you what would happen. Dame Lillard's such a le- legend that he would have been like, "I'm not taking it, boys." And then behind his back, they would have been like arranged it because he's he's like. Isn't he meant to be the, the best leader? The best in the guy. Yeah, yeah. That, but yeah, that's why I was shocked by it. But I hope that's the case. And it was his birthday, so maybe they were nah. like, "It's your birthday." Did, did you ever, did you ever hear about the news that that CEO that cut his salary so everyone could get paid seventy thousand? He cut his salary to like two percent. Did you ever? No, I did not. I I kind of vaguely heard of that. Yeah. So years later, the, his employees they all chipped in to buy him a Tesla. Yeah. So wow. I think it's that type of scenario. Wow. Okay. But Paul, okay, there's a presidential suite there on the floor. Someone yeah. needs to be in it. Are yeah. you saying just leave it empty? No, no well, the sure. coaches and stuff can have it. But don't put the white coach in the presidential suite Whoa. while everyone else is in the thing. Like, that's going to be awkward. Well, not every team has a white coach. But also, um, <laughs> also, have it as a sleepover. It's, it's a, I just think it's weird for players to be on different. I know they're paid different money. Massively different, mate. The NBA is kind of... But do you think how crazy it is in the NBA where everyone knows everyone's salary and some guys are earning $32 million a year and some guys are earning 900000 That's pretty crazy. Mm. I know they're Speaking all well-paid. salary, I'd like to do Paul Don't Lie right now. Whoa, oh, get it up there. Shit, Start yeah, early. Baby. It was an idea that I thought of driving here. What's a huge league up in the NBA? Having good players underpaid so you can get in more good players right the salary cap yeah okay here's my loophole so there's a big free agent and you're thinking we can't offer you as much money as the other teams can but you'll get to play with these great players but if you take less yeah and we've assembled a crack squad of the world's best i don't even know what you call them share market Guys, they will take half your money <laughs> that we pay you. Yeah. And they will play the share market. And ultimately, you'll end up with more money. If they lose your money, you get a percentage, ownage, ownage percentage of the team. This is kind of off off the record. Yeah. But like, we'll pay you back. So what you're your saying career. is just paying them under the table. Yeah. Could no, you, no, we're not own? paying. We're paying them and then we're letting, we're, we're giving them access to a team of the, the world's best. I think that's a very good idea, and so I can't see a, I can't see a hole in that besides no it's against the rules. Christian Bale from um, the character Christian Bale was based on. From oh, I was hoping it was the Big Short. So question, uh, oh. actor Christian Bale in there as well. Question for you, Paul. Yeah. So okay, so the only problem with this is the supply of good investment brokers or financial advisors, because I feel like if I was that NBA player, I'd be like. Okay, instead of giving you half my salary for these people's services, I'll keep my full salary and just pay like $100,000 for the service of one person and that's all I need. That's a good point. Mm, that's true. Also, it's, it's possibly against the rules because why don't you just say the loophole be like, we'll pay you half the amount of money but we'll give you um, property and houses and cars and every, we'll look after you in every way. Mm, that's true. But, um, oh no, I, yeah. Yes, yeah, I, I like the idea that like what you're saying basically is do a crime, and I quite like. Yeah, that. I, I like the part where you were like pay Cheating. them under the under the table, offer them ownership. I'm in on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, the rumor is that the the the, um, the Lakers did that for Magic Johnson, right? And he became an owner that way. But maybe it was before they closed that loophole. Like Magic Johnson got like an ownership in the Lakers, and that's kind of how he became. Well, you can't see it being on skill, can you? Like. He's <laughs> No, 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 no. Back in the eighties, right, right, right. No, no, right. Not, no, not as a GM, as um, got as a player. Got you, got you. He had like some crazy salary. It was like the biggest salary in the league. It was like a million dollars a year, and he, um, uh, yeah, he also got ownership. I think. Um, JT, you had an interesting point that you found it like kind of a little bit weird that the, like Florida is the epicenter of the American COVID crisis now. Yeah, so I don't find it like weird. I just find it horrific to think about. 
every time I think about the NBA starting, I'm just like, it's. I mean, I mean, look, not not making light of nine eleven, but man, every year they that's three thousand people, and they bloody milk that every year. Yeah, okay. That's a hundred forty thousand people, <laughs> and they're like, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fourth of July, baby. It's effed, it is it is it is it is it it's is crazy. really effed up. It is effed up, yeah. And so do people so my question bubble related on that note is are the staff coming in and out of the bubble? Uh, or are they all living there? Like the people changing the sheets every few days or Yeah, good point. Yeah, the way yeah, that's good that's, that's a very good they point. They can't be leaving the bubble. I think the bubble's closed. No, but they can't just have the um like the housekeepers just like stuck in the bubble too. Uh I would say to go see their families. Probably a lot of Disney housekeepers live Oh, the student slaves. That's a good thought. Not student slaves. There's also like housing things around there, you know? Yeah. Like, well, that, that, that's the crazy thing Disney does, for people who don't know, is what they do is they bring kids in on a student program, but then they house them because it's so far away from everything, but they take the housing out of their salary, so they actually pay the kids less than minimum wage. But I doubt those kids are the ones that See, this, that's exactly my thing with the money. Yeah. Is take the house and stuff out I'd of their go. payment. Yeah, you're... You, what you're doing, what you're doing, is quite common, Paul, especially in Australia and the NRL, where like they, um, an easier way to do it is to, um, you pay the player a, a salary cap that's below the salary cap, but then you also give them another job, which is like working at a car dealership, which is owned by a booster, and that car dealership um, pays them um, three million dollars a year to sweep the car yard once a month. Or that something seems like that. illegal, though. What I'm talking about is, is a good idea. Investing in shares yeah. to increase the money you're paying. But the, and the other the other big hole in your plan. Sorry, just to blow it to smithereens. But is that um, the stock market? Like normally, I'd be like, oh yeah, that might be a good idea. Like the stock market normally generally heads up. But like COVID has just obliterated it. So any player who took that deal would be like, even if they had the best investors in the world, would be like crying right now. Well, it'll be next. It'll be next season. Now you got you actually got involved in stocks. Um, I did. And on an unrelated note. I would like to say, have you guys ever had Shake Shack? <laughs> what a delicious burger. I've heard it's great. Yeah. And I heard they might have poisoned some cops. <laughs> so if you're anti-cops right now, go there. Yeah. If you are not... They didn't, can I say Shake Shack didn't poison the cops? That was just a rumor. If you are cops started. all uh, cop lives matter, blue lives matter... I think it was proven that the they did not poison them. So either so way, whatever side of the spectrum you're on, love this. Place. Get there, get the Shake Shack. Yes. So I'm I'm, I'm taking you bought some Shake Shack shares. Yeah, and it has uh, gone real bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Well, I'm not surprised you bought them during a pandemic. Yeah, but I, I was like, I'll buy them at the bottom. They can only go up. <laughs> nah, the the graph just gets further zoomed out, and it just keeps going down. Oh, that's uh, that's sad to hear. Well. JT, you're saying like having this basketball take place inside, a, you know, a crisis is a, a a terrible thing, which it is. It is bizarre. I didn't think about it until you said that. I was like, yeah, that's pretty effed up. But what about this? Like, what if they were playing um, Premier League soccer during World War Two? Like, it would be a weird, be a weird vibe. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And and I'm like, yeah, the players are safe because they're playing in an underground soccer bunker. But like, what about the people upstairs who are suffering? Well, what about this? Um, what if they were to move the entire NBA to New Zealand? I've been trying to get that hashtag going on Twitter. Like, would that be okay or nah, still not nah, okay? Nah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine down here, so don't worry about it. Okay, because isn't that not a great... I know, I know me and Paul have talked about this a lot. And don't get me wrong, when I say NBA to New Zealand, I mean, first stop, it would be Hawaii or an American state that is safe and has facilities, right? And then if you can't do that, then maybe Australia, but Australia's turned to shit now. Why not New Zealand? Bring it on. Why not? Like, I know there's a few issues... Um, Paul, you mentioned you did a Reddit post about it and people were complaining about time zones or something. It was so annoying because I included time zones in there. I was like, explain the time zones. The time zone's perfect. It's perfect. I know, I know that's what I see. Like the games Lunch would be 12 games. midday, um, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m. It's perfect. for the Ameri- It's like, because New Zealand's one of the best places to watch NBA games if you're overseas. Like in the UK, you've got to get up at 3 a.m. to watch a game. New Zealand's perfect. And I actually heard that nighttime Sports is actually bad for professional athletes. It's better and to play in the day. I think I possibly even told you that. Probably. I've read that you're my main knowledgeable person I, to get knowledge from. I've read that it's. Um, I've read that people say it's the next um, impending health crisis. So CPE or whatever the brain injury one's called. Yeah. But the effects of shifting your body clock. That's why so many of the NBA players just stay up. They stay up all night because they peak at like 7 to 9 p.m. Yeah. Just can't sleep till 4 a.m. in the morning. That sounds like a pretty convenient excuse if you're like, why are we in the strip? No, there was, there, was, <laughs> there was a spell, though, where some coach came out and was like, there's going to be more said about the sleep in the NBA and how, like... I believe it. It's a huge thing how no one can sleep. 
Yeah, because their schedules are so messed up and now they're like performing puppets. Where it would be pretty crazy if you're used to playing 7.30 games. You've got to go between time zones. That's crazy. But then like often, especially on the West Coast, they have midday games. It'd be, it would mess you up, I Imagine reckon. Imagine having a prankster on your team as well who on the on the planes and bus. It's pranking you. Doing pranks. Dwight Howard and his prankers not wearing a mask. And you're like, why are you the worst person in the world? When I was in Houston, we looked up because you know how James Harden's notorious for going to strip clubs all the time. Yeah, we look. We, me and my wife, tried to Google like where he goes. I like how you need to specify your wife because you're like, otherwise she might not be cool or something. What do you mean? She was there. She was there. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I bet you came in there real early. But it would be quite hard for me to get away. Like, oh, we're we're away in Houston together. I'm just gonna go out tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going out. I think we should roll solo. <laughs> just gonna look. <laughs> do our own thing tonight. Do our own thing. It's, I, I reckon we go, um, each person chooses their own thing. Okay, I'm going to go over here, but don't look over that side of the road. I'm going to go on there. Um, what was I telling this? Oh, yeah, but anyway, we, we looked up the couple of places that he allegedly frequents. They, I mean, I'm not a huge, like, strip club enthusiast, but, geez, they looked horrific places. Yeah. But so heavy on the food options. Did you guys know that? Like, a lot of, like... Um, what do they call it? Buffets. Yeah, I think that's just a weird American thing, but I think it's a legal loophole where, like, you need food to run a bar, right? That's a legal requirement even in New Zealand, right? But at the strip club, no one wants food. Who wants to do that and watch food? So what they do is they just put a buffet there to set, to satisfy the legal requirement, get some terrible food, just leave it there all day. And it's right. quite a genius loophole. Um, and then there was like, you know, quite a lot of jokes about like someone who's so fat they eat at the strip club or something like that. Like it's like the worst, the lowest of oh, low, yeah. the worst food you can get below petrol station food. You I'll know? tell you what, James Harden, the video of him pulling up to the bubble the other day looks in bad shape. He's got like a belly. So maybe he's been in at the buffet. Yeah, or he's been at the club, clearly. Um, well, the Rockets are in more trouble than that. And we've got, we've got the Rocket Man JT himself here. Because Russell Westbrook is tested positive for COVID. And I don't know if this is true. I'm not a scientist. I don't, I don't even know why I'm saying this out loud now. But like, I've heard that Premier League players and professional footballers in Europe, um, the ones that have had COVID, are struggling to get back to 100. And there is a chance that the disease can stay in your body. Is it a disease? What do you call it? A virus? Can stay in your body for quite a bit. You know, even when I got over glandular fever, I was still not the same, especially sporting-wise, for the next year after that. It took me a long time to recover. Um, like, I wonder if there's a chance that COVID will knock players out a little bit. Well, but it's a respiratory illness, right? And, and, it, and it affects your lung capacity. So yeah, if, what's it's huge. the worst thing you could have if you're a professional athlete? Yeah, it was a good point. It's a nightmare. Um, pretty... Uh, Pretty interesting, though, like how this is going to shake things up. I've got to be honest with you, Paul. I've got to give you some credit here because you've picked up the Raptors all year and I have mocked you mercilessly for doing that, even though they're my favorite team. And I want them to win. I want to believe what you're saying. But now that this we're doing this weird bubble in uh, Orlando, you've got to say that while I'd still say Bucks and Lakers and Clippers are favorites, all those other borderline teams have got to go, if there's a year to get a weird win, and I wouldn't say it's an asterisk, but it's it's it, you know it's weird things could happen and Toronto seems like one of the best organized franchise. They got down there early because they had to quarantine from Canada. They have a Black Lives Matter bus that Tobias Harris was very jealous about in the video. He's like, damn, I want to get on that bus. That's pretty cool. <laughs> did you see? Did, uh, that was one of my favorite bits in the um, Matisse Thibault videos was where he he calls up Matisse and, and Tobias Harris is like Tobias Harris comes off really well in the videos. Ex Magic guy, so of course he's. <laughs> X Magic, um, huge um, trade mistake. Yeah, old, old ownership. Oh, oh no. Yeah, not sorry, ownership. sorry, I didn't mean to bring old, up traumatic memories. Um, but he, uh, he calls and he's like, "Have you seen Toronto's bus? We got to do something." But then he says, "We got to do something. This we can't be the only team not doing something." I thought that was like, I mean, you don't have to say that. And then the Rockets pull up with their All Lives Matter bus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> James Harden. I didn't know. No, it wasn't even All Lives. It was Blue Lives. But like, yeah. But Toronto, like, there's there's been Snapchats of um their whole their ha hallway is decked out like a club room with like wrapped and stuff everywhere. They seem ready, and you have got to say that teams like that, it's going to be the teams that like overachieve, and the teams that really have played this COVID well. And not only that, they had the advantage of being in Toronto where there was less COVID as well. I think. Uh, I just got hold on a second. Yeah, you, you're not allowed to just redecorate a hotel however you want. That's against the fundamental rules of hotels. Yeah, that's one of my favorite NBA yarns when um, uh, Carlos Boozer got outraged because Prince hired his house in LA and painted it purple. <laughs> that's so awesome. You'd keep yeah. it if Prince painted your house. It was it Carlos Boozer or Deron Deron Fisher? Nah, it's Boozer. Derek Fisher, not Deron. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's Boozer. Um. um 
I noticed Miami in their cafeteria lounge or something. They had um, weirdly printed out photos of all the players like with their family and stuff, and stuck it on this like wall. It's quite bizarre. Well, because I feel like it would make you miss your family nah, more. I reckon it's just because there's already reports. Have you seen on Reddit and Twitter of allegedly Miamians uh, and other Floridians getting the getting DMs to come to the bubble? Oh. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if it's fake news or not. Well, you got to admit that has got to be a massive issue, right? Just like romantic relationships. I think like Bamba made, uh, I think it was Mo Bamba, alleged um, Donovan Mitchell on Twitter. Oh. By name, like tag. This is so bad. Yeah. Bamba did. But also just don't just publicly shame people. Use, Use the, the hotline. hotline. That's what the hotline's for. It's 100% a hookup hotline. You're like, you're like, I think I can hear some people making love in the room next to me right now. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll just put it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I gotta say the slogans of the back of the jerseys. I thought that was a good idea, and it's weird how much that has gone weird. Well, it's now, very weird. It's. I think it's weird. LeBron was like, none of them resonated with my mission. Just write Black Lives Matter. I know one of them was. I looked at oh, the list. Oh, this is pretty bad that us white guys are like, just write Black Lives Matter and move <laughs> play some basketball, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. We should respect what LeBron. What did LeBron want? We didn't clarify what his mission was. He wanted. But um, I was like, I looked at some of them. And I was like, surely some of these might resonate with your mission. He now wanted I'm like, um, learn about Hong Kong and the great work China's doing. So I know I'm a LeBron defender. But I actually, so I read the same thing, Paul, and it f- but then my reaction was almost the reaction you've had now, Guy, and actually maybe it's fair enough that he should, because it's just another form of like, um, I was going to say colonialism, but to tell LeBron these are the messages that we yeah. approve, yeah, that matter, whereas yeah. he's going, oh, no, I wasn't consulted on any of these. Yeah. Maybe but he wants like if the police. On the pro- the problem was the problem was is that they announced this idea. It's quite a weird idea, and straight away social media ruined it by a few players like Ja Morant having jokes like Ja Morant said he's going to write fuck you or something on it, right? <laughs> and then you know um, Spencer Dimwitty, who always chimes in oh, with gold. Bitcoin. He wanted something like that. He wanted like invest in me or something oh, like on geez. the back of his jersey. I can't remember what it was, but um, I'm sure what they should do is just work with the players and like axe a few of them. If someone wants to write something really yeah, crazy, just, it's easy. Ask LeBron, ask Chris Paul, and the risk like we'll just uh, no one's going to argue want. with those yeah, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm surprised. I think it's a good thing actually. Well, first of all, I'm surprised they don't just have completely new versions of every team's uniform, Black Lives Matter versions, whether they be blacked out versions or whether they be like uh, like whatever color scheme the designers want. You every know, I'm team's surprised playing they in black, and it's just so a disaster. Confusing. No, but no, but you know, you know, like I'm not. I'm just saying to make money. I, I guess it's a good thing that like Nike's not cynically cashing in on this. But like they that will. would become a huge collector's item. They will eventually. Surely they'll do something. But I would like a, I would, I, I wouldn't mind a Raptors like the same Premier League jerseys with Black Lives Matter patches. I wouldn't mind a um I wouldn't mind a Raptors jersey with a Black Lives Matter patch if that existed. You know, like it'd be a cool uh a cool memento to have. I don't know how exploited Black Lives Matter is getting for that reason, but I'm sure you could you could do it tastefully and um and give money, if, especially if the money went to charity. I guess which they always go like ten percent of the profits are going to charity or something ridiculous. But like, yeah, I don't know. I want to buy. Any opportunity to buy some merch, I'm right there. Hey, I've got um, sorry, I've just got an unrelated bubble question that just popped up. Oh, good. Well, me and Paul know almost nothing about the bubble, so I'm glad you're asking us. So no, but you guys are big. You guys know heaps about Disney World, and we like, do. And I actually, this came up recently, and I was giving you guys a huge amount of kudos for the amount that you know about Disney World. Mm. So here's the qu- here's the question. Yeah. I follow a random shooting coach who works for Miami. And he posted a photo of this mean, like, oh, like, big fish. I'm not really mm. a fisherman, but it looked quite impressive. And I was like, oh, he must not have gone to the bubble because he's out fishing. Yeah. Then I saw every NBA player's, like, fishing. Yeah. Mm. Does Disneyland have, like, a weird lake where they just smash it full of fish? Yeah. That is so strange. I it's think a so. a big lake. But, but they have heaps of lakes. Yeah. They have heaps of lakes. But is there, like, a heap amount of fish? Because this didn't look like, like, super professional setups these guys had. So I'm not 100% sure. And... There probably is already fish living in the lake. So it's the most interesting thing flying into Florida and flying into Orlando because they call it, Paul, like the Lake City or something, right? The City there's, of a Thousand that's Lakes. the city beautiful. Yeah. But then there's Lake Land. Why do I ask you, eh? Um, no, no, sorry. Um, the City Beautiful, Lake Land. But it's called the City of a Thousand Lakes, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. No, that's... I thought that was like Minnesota. Sorry, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't mocking you because you didn't know. I was mocking you because you're always like, "It's the most beautiful city in the world." <laughs> no, it's just, it's it is quite beautiful, beautiful, JT. Because if you fly in, it looks like um, a craters of the moon. There's literally, if you're flying in, there's just lakes everywhere. Every rich person lives on a lake. And here's the crazy thing: they're all full of gators, right? 
or something like that. They're all dangerous. You There's can't swim in them. Yeah. You can't swim in them. Like literally Disneyland has gators in their lakes. They say don't even go in the water. A, a kid a couple of years ago was murdered in the lake by what? a... Murdered? say murdered. No, yeah. it's murder. Killed what? by That's a... The murderer was an alligator. But yeah. still, the, the saddest story. It's the worst type of murder. It's really dangerous. So I'm surprised they're fishing in there. I'm surprised they're not hooking up alligators. So I mean, I, I assume Disney tries to get rid of the alligators, but they're not that successful. Yeah, well, that's quite a... So I guess... So Disney would have thousands of lakes. You'd assume there are some fishes in there, but you also assume they do put fishes in there. I assume they're well, in the big one, though. Lake... Is it Lake Buena Vista or something? Yeah. They also have they have a lot of weird things. Disney World has its own airstrip. It has a NAS, it had a NASCAR track for a while. Um, yeah, I love to check out some NASCAR when I was down at. I've got to get my get my hot rod fixed. Yeah, um, I'm also just surprised to see the um, the players. Just I know uh, Toronto had that cool bus, but they're just on the like the Disney World buses half the time. It seems quite weird. Anyway, uh, I just don't know how the players. Like, I actually would have fit on those buses. Uh, Instagram story the other day was him driving along in a golf cart just by himself. Cool. And he's driving along through the kind of hotel grounds. And then you see a man approaching. Who is it? Nick Vucevic, his teammate. Vucci, man. And he kind of starts filming Vucevic. And Vucevic is like, how'd you get a golf cart? <laughs> and he said, um, I'm rich. No, and no said, one can tell I'm me what to do. Because I'm a human torch. And then burned off. And, <laughs> did they um, pre-plant? Did they pre-script definitely. this? No. Mo Bamba's cr- Mo, this is classic Mo Bamba. He's scripting no, this. No, Mo Bamba wasn't involved. Behind Terrence the camera. Ross. Nah. oh he's directing it yeah Yeah, probably um no uh terence ross it doesn't it seems to me like vucevic has heard that terence ross is out there driving a golf buggy so he's come out to try and investigate and terence ross doesn't tell why are they filming this as well here's my thing about social media and stuff like that how do people film good things when i see something good which i occasionally do in my life i pull up my phone to film it like a duck fighting a dog or something. Pull up my phone to film. I don't know why that was my example. That was a weird example. You pull up your phone to film it, and then I, I get find the camera, and it's lost. It's missed. Like, and how is he filming to reveal Nikola Vucevic? You know, how's he, how's he getting that gold? Does he roll all the yeah, time? Yeah, I smell a rat. He might have already driven past them, you know. Oh, and come He's, back for yeah, a second go to go. and then film him. Speaking of good content, though, great content from PJ Tucker this week. Unboxing of the original 86 Jordans. Did you see that? No. Man. No. So, but it got me. Th- so, he's got like boxes and boxes stacked up. Oh, it's crazy the shoes he's taken to the uh, bubble. But after I watched that video, my Instagram feed is absolutely porked, right? Like, it's, it's just sneakers now. Yeah. And then I saw one of Dr. Dre and so, like doing a like crib style thing. And he's like, look at all my. He's just got like millions of white Air Force Ones. Yeah. Why would you have, even if you're that rich, like a thousand <laughs> pairs of the same shoe? Just try something else out. Yeah. Like, I just can't get my head around it. Well, it's obvi- it's a classic look, but yeah, I don't know why. I Do you think most people would like wear a pair a couple of times, dirty them, and then give nah, them he's away? A so he's w- but so is that what he's doing? He's just accumulating them, and he needs to get rid of them or something. He wears one a day, but that, I, I don't have a problem with like I think that's like gross and wasteful. Yeah, but that isn't even the worst crime. The biggest crime to me is that you wouldn't just one day like try a black pair. Well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But I do think it's kind of I can kind of relate to that, like that kind of I don't know what it is, but I feel like Mark Zuckerberg and they he does it where you you find things you like and then you just buy multiple copies because once you've found your favorite thing, it's sometimes hard to you know if you're putting on something that's not your favorite thing, you're like, why aren't I just wearing my favorite thing? Yeah. So I'm with you totally. So I'm with that part of it, but the way I justify buying multiple versions of the same thing as I like try get different styles of it. Yeah. So Paul, if you could wear one suit for now into the rest of your life, what would what would you what would your outfit be? Oh, well, I don't know, that's a tough question. Tan chinos, white shirt, sweater? I mean, I I, w- I just don't want to even I think can about answer this. It. Okay, you JT you get in there, mate. Uh football pants. Like what? Those football trousers, like tapered track pants. Yep, football trousers. But it's the type of material. There's no one's football tra- track pants aren't a thing. Uh, the football trousers are, they a, are thing. a thing. They are a thing. No, no, no. But like, like they're just called track pants, tapered track no, pants. No, they are specifically jogging pants. No, they're specifically no. A, a category. A product. You mean? Do you mean Nike brand? Is that what you specifically? You can get them in other brands. And they kind of taper down. And they've got zips you, on they're the just bottom. jogging pants. Nah, the material's different. It's like a blend between. Like a sweatpant and a and a track pant. So, so wait, so you, for the rest of your life, yeah. that's your outfit. Yeah, because I could wear them to dinner. They look quite sleek and formal. No, you've lost your mind. You nah. can't wear those to dinner. I'd wear those, and I'd wear because yeah, it's tough. Because what if you want to play sport? Exactly. 
Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I mean, one general purpose day to day. You wear it for a presentation. You wear it to um, dinner. Yeah, yeah like, and I'd walk into you can the change. You can change your clothes, but this is your outfit. Yeah, I'd wear that, and I'd go into the presentation like yoga, benediang a ball, so I can do that in my football pants. And I'd wear probably like just a hoodie. <laughs> That's shocking. Why? That's so comfortable. It's a tough question, though. I'd wear dark blue jeans, some comfortable New Balance sneakers, and a... Oh, oh my God, I just... Mark Zuckerberg's outfit. <laughs> yeah, I Zuckerberg, I hate Zuckerberg. I was annoyed you brought him up even on the podcast. I'm so annoyed. Here's my thing about Zuckerberg, right? He has gone to such a... He's one of the most powerful people in the world now. He is so powerful, and he's up there at the top. And it's like, you can use this power for good or evil. And what's his goal? Just become the richest person in the world? Like, why does he try and make things right? You know, why is he just going out like an idiot? I think his goal is just to be a weird creep. Because mm. he, he's like, how will the world remember me? And when it started, they were like, remember him as a genius? And the Facebook movie came out, and they are like, they remember as a genius who is flawed as a human, like we all are. And then now he's going to be remembered as this weird person who, like, helps usher in one of the weirdest times in human history where, like, the world goes mad because of this weird feedback loop on the internet we've created, you know? And, like, so many things, like, every story, QAnon, if you write the book of that stupidity, is going to have a chapter of Mark Zuckerberg in there. He's going he's to look back on his legacy, which he must be thinking about now, like NBA players do, and go, man, I'm effing up. But does he not have a friend who's like, bro, I don't know if you've read the news right now, but, like, every magazine has you on it, and they've got, like, devil horns on your picture and stuff like that. They make you look like a psycho. Yeah, I'd love to be like the brand person for Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg's like, how's my, like, what do people think about me? <laughs> I mean, something's not right with him, right? Yeah, but yeah, but even then you must be like, you must read some negative criticism or see that the U- US Senate wants to investigate you and go, this can't be a positive thing. Or is he like, is he like, I'm working towards some goal, like amassing the most amount of money that anyone's ever amassed and going, it's going to be amazing when you see what I've done. No, nah, I think they, they think, it's like when you hear YouTube, like, um, What's the boss of, oh, I can't remember the boss of YouTube, but um, I heard her talking about how they've um, reduced, they've got a metric for questionable material, right? So the yeah. hours w- I've watched of like questionable material is declining. And they're like, that, that isn't that good. We're making positive steps. But they frame it in a way that's like, this platform would exist no matter what. We're just trying to, yeah. we're trying to do the best thing. It's their platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like mm. end, ra- end yeah. racism off it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can just delete like um, a few thousand videos and like, ha- it'll take you half an hour to find them all. Exactly. Um, it's kind of crazy. And I know they'd keep on popping up, but like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's really weird because they just want to be, they don't want to be like a niche site or an entertainment site. They want to be the world's information source and that's kind of where they run a little bit astray. Um yeah, who knows? Maybe he's got a big plan in the... In the uh, I don't know. I don't know where, where I was getting at there. Paul, you had another thought about your costume or nah? Still can't, can't handle no, it? No, well, yeah, it'd be just some beige kind of pants, white t-shirt. White shoes, that's what I'm interested in. Brown leather belt. I think I see some brown uh, leather shoes. White shoes. Well, here's the thing. I like just like a white sneaker, uh, white tholos. White walking or tennis tholos. I think Glad you mentioned the socks. That's important. White walking What thorlos. underwear? Jockey, uh, jo- jockey performance, That's yeah. embarrassing. I should I'd not have said I'd have skins on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Underneath. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, um, JT, you didn't even mention a shirt. You just had a hoodie. <laughs> no, nothing <laughs> underneath. <laughs> no ability to uh, change your temperature at any time. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then some sort of jersey. I'm not sure what jersey I would go with. But like a knit. So I, yeah, like a knit. I like got a cashmere. Nice look. Knit. I got multiple friends who s- seem to wear all black all the time, and that's quite cool. Have you ever thought about wearing all black? All the time? I sometimes just think it's kind of. I look at it slightly cow- cowardly Ooh, at times. Yeah, shots fired. It's, I think it's the easy. It, it always looks good. But, I, but I already. Looks I, good. What I'm saying is, I look like. I don't know if you've seen me. I look like garbage, and like I need. I all I wear is like terrible soccer jerseys, basketball jerseys, and rugby jerseys, and track pants or jeans. I look bad. No, well, if I, I got all black I, and it was easy, but it would take me to a good, it'd take me to a minimum level. It'd be quite cool. Here's the thing. I think black, all black, always looks good, but I don't. You've got to have coloring that can wear all black. I never. Well. I, don't even know if I never me. look at all. I'm more of an autumn. I never look at all black, and I'm like, man, respect for. Pulling that off, it's no, like no, but I think they look safe. cool. Yeah, they look cool though. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing that annoys me though: fashion designers who wear all black because they all do. You notice that? All, all the New Zealand ones do anyway. I don't know about the international. Again, Take a it's, risk. It's yeah, it's it's. I agree, Paul. It's, the pressure's too high. Um, okay. all right, back to basketball, and we've got to bring it back in the only way we can. Paul, is it that time? Well, yeah, I don't really have anything. 
Oh, um, well, we've got the sting, and JT has got a story about Magic the Gathering that he's promised everyone. Yeah. And oh, no. we don't have, we have, what's wrong with your, st- what's JT? Hey, guys, group in, group in. <laughs> okay. What's going on? Paul, well, you must have seen some Magic content. You even told us some Magic content. I thought you had so much Magic content that you were spilling it out in the regular well, part of the show. Well, there's not a lot of Magic content, but I'll talk you about told us some. briefly. Yeah, yeah, talk about the briefly. Pick a player of the week. JT, nah, so what happened you was promised your story. Nah, but remember the lost part? Yeah. It, me and Paul had this, we were like so excited for Magic Pod. Yeah. And I had like heaps of brainstorming about magic things that have happened in my life. Yeah, Paul needs that right and today. I, I can remember the, I can remember like the story I was going to tell, but it doesn't, now I'm playing it back in my head seem like a good story, even with like a very good conclusion. Mate, I've never told a good story in my life. Has that stopped me? No. And look where I am today, host of uh, Advanced Analytics Basketball Podcast. Plus, we have the new Sting, which features Chuma Okiki, Orlando Magic you know, you made a sting. Oh, yeah, but th- that's not new anymore. Oh, well, we've already played it one episode. Okay. So enjoy. It's like a lifetime. Th- this is ago. magic. Ma- well, we, we've, we've, there's been an international pandemic, Paul. Yeah, okay. Inter- have you not read the news? Pandemic. This feature. No. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> not QAnon back again. <laughs> oh, don't even joke about that, man. My dad thought of that and it just pissed what, me off pandemic? so much. Well, he thought it was like in- created by China in a lab. Uh, anyway, let's Ew, not talk really? about it. Let's not talk about it. Um, time now, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out and the brightest star to shine, Chuma Okiki from the Orlando Magic. The this is Chumo Kiki, and you're listening to Magic Mayhem with Paul Williams. I love how Chumo Kiki like completely like tanks the beautiful like because you really get into that Magic Mayhem, and then Chumo Kiki, I'm gonna say, kind of ruins it towards the end there, but adds to it, but adds to it because it's Chumo Kiki. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I was just looking at some stats. I love how you, do, you have to do the segment every. It's the only thing that happens every time, guaranteed. Yeah, every week. Like the magic, like I don't know if you've seen, but there's a pandemic. They haven't played <laughs> yeah, in a while. Sorry, a, you got me with my own game there. I'm so yeah. Um, but I saw today an announcement that the NBA awards will be decided off games that have already been played prior to pandemic, right? Which means please stop saying pandemic. Which means. <laughs> Uh, like how many games were there? There was like 60 games, right? There's enough. Like th- we got to the point of the season. That's a good thing about this. We got to the point of the season where everyone's like, can we just have the playoffs now? And now we're getting that. So it was like, it was like the pandemic. W- oh no, it's caught. It's affected me. It's like the pandemic was like answering some questions of terms of like, just hurry up and get to the playoffs. Well, now we're getting there. Yes. Every cloud. But here's the thing. Okay. I'm like now, cause Jonathan Isaac got injured. Is he back on the table Depoy. for defensive for Depoy? Wow, definitely. I asked, no, but here's the thing: what percentage of the season do you reckon you have to have played? I reckon seventy. Uh, I, no, I reckon like I reckon half. He's about half. Well, it depends. It depends how the percentage half. of the Give season the other players have been played. It depends. He was, he, he's the best defender. Like now, I'm not saying I'm any sort of. Oh damn! I did say I was the expert. <laughs> uh, okay, but I'm saying th- Jonathan Isaac is the best defender all round I've ever seen in my time of Agreed. watching the NBA. Yeah, me as well. On ball, I'm glad you s- say help that. and like rim protection, unbelievable. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. I've never seen someone. I've never really even been that wowed. No, he he's by wow factor. He's wow factor on yeah. defense, and I've never so, seen that. So so sorry. I, I haven't noticed this, but maybe I haven't watched enough magic. What's the wow factor when you see him play? He's just everywhere. He's so disruptive. He's as well. so disruptive. Steals, blocks, and just affecting the defense. But it's, it's not like, I guess Kawhi doesn't try in the regular season anymore, but it's it, Kawhi, like Kawhi. Night and day. Kawhi could probably lock down because he'd be faster, could lock down Guards. A, a, a guard and small forward, but like le- lateral quickness. Yeah. But Jonathan Isaac's pretty quick, but it's just his constant activity. Hmm. Wow. So you guys think he's going to be a dominant, he's going to be the next... Oh, I think um, he already is the best defender in the league. Okay. Agreed. But the, so, okay, so who are the other candidates, I guess, as you've got to ask? Could not R- say. Rudy Gobert every time. Joel Embiid. I'm going to throw, gonna throw one out here, out here. Chris Stats Porzingis. No, seriously. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You, look at, you look at the Mavs. Yeah. Very okay. weird choice. Seventh in, t- in total blocks I'm looking at right here. Blocks per game. Let's have a look at this. Chris Stapps so the internet's going a little slow. The guy looks like he's it got braces fifth, on his fifth legs. Fifth in blocks per game. 
that's impressive. Yeah, but he's just a, he's always been a shot blocker. But like that's not a really a good. Me- uh, I think that's a really oddball choice. I'm just trying to think of a guard who's a good perimeter defender. Like I mean, the Bucks. Drew Holiday have a good season. Is really good. So someone on the Bucks. Is it, aren't the Bucks like top the, the like um, Giannis and even both of the Lopez brothers like top three all time for some of the advanced metrics? Yeah. So defensive rating, which obviously like your team, like all the top guys in Milwaukee because they all. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They're all playing for Milwaukee. But, um, yeah, like, is Giannis a defensive player of the year candidate? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I, um, it's quite interesting that what you just mentioned there, Paul, that um, Gobert, like, you kind of can't give him an award now. Like, he's such a divisive figure. He's kind of gone a bit conspiratorial. He started he he started who, COVID in the worst votes, possible way. Who like, looking like an idiot. Defensive player of the year. It's it's the same. It's um, players. No, nah, it's reporters. Well, that the players would be involved in that. Then is it? F- no, not fans. Reporters. Just a panel of. It's, that's not players. It's, it's, it's like a cre- it's credited people. I don't think it's just rem- reporters, but it's mainly journalists. There's like a list of people that. Yeah, normally journalists based, like or experts, which is kind of crazy when you think of like most of those people are white. I'd be interested to see how many of the voters are white, but it's like obviously the old nominees normally black, and all the voters are white. I'm just saying that now, but. I've got a question for you, Paul. Hello. Okay, w- what guard mm-hmm. is in top ten for both? Deflections and tipped passes. Oh no, sorry. Um, defl- deflections and <laughs> tipped passes. We never have a big stat. You say and it so dramatically and then realize no, you've so, effed so it up completely. That's one category, and the other category was um, steals. Markel Fultz. Yep, you know it. Wow. So is he a candidate? Long boy. Yeah, chuck him in the mix. Chuck oh. him in the mix. Okay. Magic defense is going to be scary because also. I kind of pointed out on Magic Reddit that Mo Bamba, he he still isn't asked a lot of, doesn't actually play that much, but in his time he's at, like I know people hate per thirty eight or whatever, but no 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 it can be good it's just when you use it to yeah, extrapolate out like specifically your a Mo third Bambas. string <laughs> ma- Magic no look at okay, point guard no Bamba I'm telling you is going to be remember you told to us like Jameer Nelson was the best player in the in the world based on per thirty six or something no, no oh, it was that, DJ Augustine and that was per game stats. But I was just like taking out, I was punting a few categories. I was like taking out points. <laughs> turnovers. Yeah, well no, count. turnovers. He would be good at turnovers. Um, he was good. And I didn't yeah. say he was the best. I sorry, sorry. Well, like we interrupted anyway. Like, what were you going to say? Per 36, yeah? Um, I'm just saying Bamba has been good. Really good. Bamba's looking quite, I was lurking on the Reddit. Um, Bamba's arms are looking pretty big. Small eh? Bamba, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the fans have been demanding it for a while now. And he's listening. <laughs> Um, just to confirm, JT was right. The 124 sports writers and broadcasters doesn't mention their ethnicity for the United okay. States and Canada. Can I just say, so back to the per 48, Mobamba is leading the league with 4.7 blocks per game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's, it's weird to extrapolate out like blocks and steals, I reckon. No, but he, like, he's only playing 14 minutes. That's what I'm saying. So he gets one block a game and then they extrapolate out to make 4.8. Uh, yeah. Yeah, kind of. but still good. It's still good, but he's only playing 40 minutes. You can't, yeah. What, so you're saying he couldn't maintain getting blocks? Yeah, well, I don't, well, what's the le- what's the league leader right now? It's probably the, the lead league, league is not getting five blocks a game. That's an insane amount. Hassan Whiteside maybe with three point one. Yeah, so that's an insane, crazy amount. But don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Can like, I if ask? He, if I, he played a full game, he'd get three point two blocks. I haven't seen Hassan Whiteside possibly ever play a game of basketball. Hmm. I know he's kind of an idiot, and I guess maybe on offense he can't do anything. But why is he kind of? held in such low like no one he's, he's busted like he he played a good season got a contract and he's back to being but shit I was like, when I look at statistical rankings and stuff he always oh he just gets good. blocks and rebounds and he can't so, play so, defense so I can think like so I had the exact same query Paul yeah I was like tangentially I've absorbed the knowledge that Hassan Whiteside sucks mm. but it didn't 
really make sense to me when I looked at his numbers. Yeah. So I watched a few Portland games not too long ago, and I think it's just he's like he's just stat hunting. Yeah. And okay. he's th- and because he stat hunts defensive stats, it's like quite weird to look at and becomes even more obvious. Yeah. Also, he sucks. Like he got was getting he was in a beef with Joel and B, which is so good because the two kings of funny social media, and um, he just started like literally like. Sitting out games because he or he was getting sat out because he just couldn't handle you know he just can't defend the best bigs in the league he can't handle yeah, Jokic he can't handle Embiid. It's weird though, just like looking at his stats now again, he just seems kind of elite, but I just no. can't figure it out. And he's part of like Portland's Portland. Good on they had to do something crazy and they tried um, and they thought they might like be. Able he's to averaging sixteen point three points, fourteen point two rebounds, three point one blocks on sixty one percent shooting. Obviously, he only shoots right by the hoop, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think got to watch him play. And also, they're not good as well with him on the floor. Like, yeah, okay, okay. Here, here's here's an interesting question: Which team? You know how the Spurs famously are this amazing team with with depth all the way through it. Traditionally, they've been for the last couple of years, but you don't trade with them a because they're savvy traders, and b because you know that Spurs players in the system look a lot better. Like Patty Mills, who knows what he'd be like if he was playing his whole career at the Charlotte Bobcats or Hornets or whatever, right? I've got to ask the question, do you think Miami is probably now the number one team where it's like trade with them and you find out you've got full, fool's gold because they're such a system team that like they can make anyone look better? Yeah, I think so. And I think they're intentionally just getting guys that are out of shape, then making them lose weight and then trading them. Yeah, yeah. And, but then it's genius. And then they put on weight again when they get to yeah, Poland. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, any other teams that like have that experience? Like what other teams that like you like don't trade with them? Celtics. Oh, you reckon? They're overhyped. Celtics and Lakers players are always overvalued. Eh? Like you realize, no, well, who's that guy who um, Larry Nance Jr. and like you never hear of him anymore. When he was in the Lakers, he was like a regular, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now he's gone to. I guess he's had injury but, problems as well. But that was just because the Lakers had no one, right? So he was like, he wouldn't get that many minutes for any other team. So he is rem- good. But also, he, remember, like no, he's not. He's for Cleveland. He's garbage. A- Avery Bradley for the Celtics was like. Yeah, I yeah, thinking yeah. He was like big time, and, and who's the guy that went to Portland as well? Um, Portland. Portland's getting all the uh, shooting. Evan Turner. Evan Turner. Yeah, I really Evan like Turner. Evan Turner. Oh personally. my god! I, just I realized, still I love thought... Jay Crowder, but again, with um, with uh, Boston, I was like, I had him so high. I, I was like, he's he's Draymond two point mm. I loved him, but I still like him. But I I, I definitely when he was in Boston, I I had him much higher. Yeah, and cool look as well. Really and, uh, cool. Get, look. Like it's funny how a good looking person or mm. just a cool look will do so much for um, what you think of a person. Where is Jay Crowder? Memphis. Memphis, yeah. Loves that grin and grime. Yeah. Grizzlies are cool, man. Um, yeah, but are they not in trouble now? Like has, are they one of the teams that have been most shafted or most helped by the, I can't even remember, most by shafted. the weird schedule they're shafted at, yeah. Because they have to fight to get in, but they've got eight games to But I think it. it's pretty even because they had by far the hardest schedule left. So they'd already had their good schedule bump. Does that make sense? So, so, yeah. so it's actually evens out in a little way. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, all right. Well, that's possibly... Oh, we're going to have Magic Player of the Week. Uh, Mo Bamba. Sick. What about um, the guy who filmed the great um, Snapchat content with Vucevic? Yeah. yeah. Play mom. I'll give it joint Terrence Ross for his Instagram lives and Mo Bamba for becoming Swole Bamba. Um, the Magic are looking good now that like um, the Wizards and their main opponents, Wizards and Grizzlies, for like playoff spots have just like the Wizards were never get, gave up. It. Yeah, they should almost like get the Wizards or the Grizzly uh, the Nets out of there and like put a team that wants to play in there. Like is Phoenix in there? Like okay, they're in the West. This is my idea now. Put Phoenix in the East. <laughs> I don't know, but like you know, if you want to see um, that guy. I've forgotten the name of all the players. No, what, Phoenix the, are there for the Nets. <laughs> no, nah, Phoenix, Devin Booker. Remember our most controversial player on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if we talk about him every week and I've already forgotten about him. Um, anyone, anything, anyone else got anything else you want to add? You want to do a movie magic? Wanna? I've got something to add. Oh, yeah, get it. Oh. No, no, I don't want to do the magic thing, honestly. <laughs> we want to hear your magic, the gathering I, story. I really can't remember why I was going to say that, but I got all I, all it was is, I don't know what the story was around it, but I got tricked. I, I, had, I invested in magic gathering cards when I was a kid because I thought it was cool, but I didn't know what magic was or how to play it. And there's no what YouTube, is wrong with you? There's no YouTube or anything. I Have you been diagnosed with saying no, so you bought heaps of cards, but I'll you didn't know what the game was? No, or how to I play. live in the country. Do you we, learn? 
Hey, no, I, I live in the country. There's no one to tell me. Look, <laughs> that's not an excuse. No, no I think it's quite a cute story. Do you think, there's, do you think there's anyone in Ashurst, man or two, that knows how to play Magic the Gathering? Because I'll tell you what, there, there isn't. <laughs> and I went to the card store to buy my NBA okay. cards and was like, oh, Magic, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Well, and then all I all I can remember <laughs> is I had loads of the Don't cards. Don't mind if I do. Loads of the cards. Didn't know how to play. These small paper squares must be valuable. Yeah, exactly. And then one guy was like, I know how to play, and he didn't. I, and but I just can't remember. He stole my best card, the Leviathan. Oh. But I don't even know if it was a good card. <laughs> Not the Leviathan. But he, but he wanted it. That would tr- that would traumatize you, eh? Like, trading uh, cards as a kid was a valuable lesson in, like, how cold the world is. And I think that now the context of that story was it was around my love of cheating. And I oh, think that no. guy taught me. Not that again. We've I uh, distinctly remember, so I used to play rugby, and occasionally, like, a parent would do something weird. Because, like, some of the kids you play rugby with, quite weird kids. And one day we played and we lost. Our team would always lose. <laughs> and... For our good effort, though, a mum gave us a little, like, pack out of a vending machine <laughs> of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And we all got them. And I was like, great. This is awesome. Opened them up, like, hoping to get some rare one, like, got a bunch of bad ones, kind of. But then my best one was, like, this weird, like, shark kind of thing. And we were – it wasn't common at the time – but we actually had this big piece of crap photocopier down in our house that, like, yeah. and your house, yes, that our dad. Our oh. dad sold his business, and then it was hilarious the things that he decided to keep from his business. He's like, "Cause you know how you have like a, a sale negotiation." He liked the chattels. The f- he kept the funniest and, chattels. And was there a printer as part of the photocopier, or was it just a photocopier? A busted fax machine photocopier. It was like the biggest heap of shit. And he's it like, "I huge. need that. It took up I like need half that." A room. I'm not oh giving you that. I'm not giving you. And I it, need that. And it could only copy in black and white. He also um like held onto a lot of like industrial commercial spatulas, mm. as if like you you won that sale, Dad. You're <laughs> nailing it, mate. Wait, you got the photocopier and the spatulas. Well done, mate. But anyway, so obviously I took my best card and took it to the photocopier. Photocopied both sides. This sounds horrific, like cheating. Printed it out, but it printed out black and white. Looks horrible. Like the printing technology was so bad, and um, and it was just on A4 paper. So then I cut a the shape of the card out on cardboard. But instead of like the thin card that mm, they well used, it was corrugated yeah. cardboard from a box. I was very young. And so I glued it all together and then had to colour pencil in the colour. He was 14. The perfect forgery. <laughs> um, it was, no, it was 2014. <laughs> was, um, yeah. So JT, there's a good example of cheating. Are you for or against that style of cheating? Oh, I'm for what Paul's describes. <laughs> yeah, massively for it. I guess kids... If he's got away... I, I once... I wanted um, cool sunglasses, so I just got... I found like the cheapest pair he could and wrote Dirty Dogs on the side. Sick. Yeah, and still made me How feel good cool. were Dirty Dogs, eh? And it's amazing that Dirty... Someone wanted to have a product that was called Dirty oh, Dogs. I, I still want that product. Can <laughs> you buy them? I think our yeah, mum wears uh, them walking. Yeah, I oh, nice. She got. She went to the pharmacy and got told they were cool and <laughs> just ended up buying them. Um, have you ever noticed when you go to like work and there'll be like a big work with a flash Xerox machine or whatever, um, it'll say on the machine, don't photocopy money? Like... Never it must that. be so easy to counterfeit. I know counter money now kind of has clear windows and stuff, but American bills don't. It can't be that hard to photocopy money. I, I don't think your average office photocopiers. The ones that where I worked had don't photocopy money like low like I st- stickers on them. But was this in was this in a, a general office or is this the entertainment world? It was in the entertainment world. So they're probably like high enough quality, maybe. Maybe. No, they weren't super. No, they weren't. They were just they were just really generic. Do you think like, it was a joke? Brother, photocopy. No, I think it's a it's illegal. Everyone thinks to do it, e- even as a gag, and it's it's highly illegal because even if the money just floats around, like it might get into circulation. Right. I think it's a problem. Okay, but think about how easy it would be. What I'm saying is, we should stop this podcast right now and get into money counterfeit because it can't be that difficult. Have you ever in London? I was I. So uh, there was a lot of counterfeit money, and I'm always scared on trade me selling stuff that I'll get counterfeit notes. But I think that's quite irrational. No, 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 no. Tr- oh, because when they come around to your house. Yeah, I don't like the cash. I want ping only. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Big I feel ping you. Guy. What are you? I'm um, saying. Oh, is this mechanical keyboards again? Uh, I'm always selling stuff. That would be pretty ratchet to scam a guy out of a handmade mechanical keyboard. <laughs> 
using counterfeit money. But I do want to try that now to try and fuck you over real. <laughs> and you give me two bits of black and white footage <laughs> on corrugated cardboard. And you're like, money's not even on cardboard. <laughs> Why'd I do that? Anyway, um, that's the end of the pod. Oh, you, Jetty, you saw what something to say? Or are you done? Nah, I'm done. You're done. Great job. Um, shout out to... Oh, no, because I... Anyway, uh, well, we can save your other story you want to tell because I made you tell the story you didn't want to tell. So thank you for being a hero. <laughs> um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. We love you from the bottom of our hearts. That was too sincere. I don't know why I always finish like that. But we really appreciate people listening. And please share the word, spread the word of the podcast. Tell your friends. If you've got some friends, if you don't have some friends, tell strangers. Go to the bus stops, public gatherings, people at work, and just force this podcast on them against their will because I reckon... Um, the kind of quality of analysis we're doing on this podcast is really top-notch. Um, I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that anymore. I've, I do it. I'll continue to do it, and I'll, I've always done it. Yeah, proud of you, mates. Catch you later, and goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.